Do you want to tell a joke? Is there a space-related joke that we can tell? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know why I'm such a grounded person? Why? Gravity. What kind... What... what oh, what kind of musics... Music? <laughs> what kind of music do planets sing? Neptunes. Ah, there you go. Uh, you know how... Why my day is so organized? Why? I plan it. Oh... <laughs> Welcome to the Unstoppable Force Podcast. I'm Guy. And I'm Rob. And this week, we're going to be talking about space. More specifically, NASA and SpaceX. Yep. Um, so, the, the first we wanted to cover was NASA. There's been a lot of uh, new information that's been coming out in the last couple months related to what they're planning on doing over the next couple of years in regards to um, space travel kind of interesting yeah kind of like everything started to reboot in the last couple of years in regards to nasa yeah uh they actually have a real date on like or time frame at least get to the not sure why we're really going back but you know i, I guess just for testing purposes essentially. i would say it's like the first pit stop because anything else after that is mars right and like it's kind of more like a like a test zone to land on and then have to come back to Earth right. to see if we can like do this. Right, you need the technology to land on uh, like the moon, then to get back um, to like come back to Earth. So if you mm-hmm. don't have that, you can't do that on Mars. So you need to start somewhere. You need to land on a different planet with different gravitational pull and and different trajectory. Mm-hmm. To be so once you have that, then you can apply that in different in, to other planets. Right, like we have to, we have to be able to land on the moon if we're going to be able to land on Mars. Exactly. There's just not really anything on the moon. It's just kind of like a rock, like a rock to land on. Yeah. That's not Earth. <laughs> True. I wonder if we're like actually going to try to like step off again and like you know put another flag down. Live or like... stream it. It'll be on Twitch, I bet. Honestly, that would be kind of cool. A live stream, like straight up on the internet of, I mean, they of live the second moon TV. landing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, of course this can be fine. How do they even live stream it to TV? Like radio? I guess it have it would have it, to be radio it was, signals. It was the like... same signal they use TV. Yeah, I mean it's radio waves, like antenna communications. I wonder what the delay was. It must have been like a, like a ten, twenty, thirty I think minute it was, delay. Yeah, it, I think it was a really long delay. It just seemed like it was happening live to us, so that was yeah. like good enough. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> because you don't know. Mm-hmm. But even like live TV now, there's a delay on like if it's the news or mm-hmm. whatever. Like this, somebody like curses live. on live television. Yeah. They can like cut it away before yeah. that gets on. As close as live as you're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you get to risk things going wrong. You need a sort of delay to be able to fix things, technical difficulties. But I guess in this case, that wasn't really that they were trying to like make sure nothing's gonna go wrong, no. but rather that. It's just like that's just the millions of miles away, or not millions, it'd be like it's not like a couple hundred that, thousand miles that, yeah, away. Yeah, something right? like that. So I think they're like they have a, like a plan in like different within like different years before they actually get to the moon. Mm-hmm. So like I know they want to like move. They want to fly people around the moon first. Like that's like the first thing to do. Like that's kind of what is that what NASA's trying to do? You're saying yeah, because I know SpaceX is going to no, do I, that. I know that, but first, like you need, to, like they they're getting they're doing it in steps, basically. Right. Because before you go to land onto the moon, 
you have to get to the vicinity of the moon. So instead of having to come up with all the resource, the technology or resource, or have more resources to carry with you to land and then then come back up to the mm-hmm. you know to fly back, you know that's all the more fuel you need. So instead of just do, instead of doing that, you just like almost slingshot around the moon. Right. You want to have like like spaceflight, like that's not just the astronauts going to the space station. More significant than mm-hmm. that. So I know like SpaceX is trying to kind of commercialize that and make it so that it's like this um, almost like you can go around the moon and like, like a, pay money to do it. Like a tour bus in New York City, but on the moon, like to the moon, basically. Yeah. Um, is NASA also trying to do that? Is what you're saying? Almost well, like trying to commercialize it or. Uh, I, I think that they're just, it's more like, like in steps they they need to just. Get to so it's just planet. like a it's like a technology test almost right. like like we need to see if our if our right. um ship can right. properly go around the moon come back land yeah and not you know have yeah. a, a part exactly. well they didn't they say that it was it wasn't going to be reusable their version right. of it wasn't going to be reusable right and that they were like trading off speed for reusability yeah, yeah they didn't they really go into why speed. right exactly yeah well they want to have um their words extended. Extend long duration U.S. human spaceflight operations to lunar orbit, so that they want to get to the lunar orbit before mm-hmm. they actually get to the human exploration of the moon. Got it. And then actually, you know, maybe developing something on the moon, but they didn't even get to that point. And and they're actually, um, so they're going to contract out like uh, commercial, you know, um, space companies. But initially, they um, like allocated forty-five million dollars to eleven different companies, like SpaceX, Blue Origin, or Boeing, mm-hmm. to and initially develop something to then uh, to provide to NASA to bid on, essentially. Right. So they're giving them money before they even pick anybody. <laughs> I mean. So they're gonna give. They're giving like ten of those companies money yeah. that aren't that aren't gonna get the bid. To develop to try to develop the I guess it's uh, kind of like a win win in a way for like the company's end for NASA but I mean NASA's definitely going to have to shell out some some serious money Oh yeah definitely I mean you think that the US government could just you know develop their own and not bid on it but I feel like since they kind of defunded NASA for so long and all these commercial companies like really picked up steam before NASA was like hey we should probably start putting more money into this again and Oh yeah um, I think everyone kind of like took all the good talent <laughs> and like all the ideas have been like moving so much quicker in the commercial area that like we've already, I mean, uh, uh SpaceX has already gone around the moon yeah. and landed back on earth exactly. and NASA is going to be like doing that in a couple of years. Yeah. It's like, Ooh, you guys are behind. Well, they want to use their own, you know, s- launch system mm-hmm. that, that NASA wants to use their own launch system that has been in development that. You know, they're saying it's going to be finalized for them to use. Meanwhile, SpaceX already has their launch system. It's yeah. been reused already. I mean, NASA is so. just super far behind. Meanwhile, SpaceX has already, like, done four trips into outer orbit to drop off, like, different mm-hmm. payloads. Yeah. Um. So they've already, like, proven how effective it is. And they even, uh, I think they launched that, the, the Israeli um, probe the that was supposed to try to land. Yeah, the lunar lander. Yeah, and uh, they were actually – it was SpaceX, um, their Falcon Heavy right. 
that no 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 it wasn't their falcon Fra- it was the falcon nine, nine that um carried it into space and then returned on their like aircraft platform like yeah. in the middle of the ocean the atlantic yeah. ocean yeah so like spacex is like okay go ahead nasa you do your mm-hmm. thing we'll just be like six steps ahead yeah well like and then like you said like the israeli lander they already development for that so like they're possibly ahead of where, us yeah of, like yeah exactly where nasa's trying to contract out these companies I mean, they they kind of screwed themselves when they defunded it so hard a couple years back. Wasn't that during Obama that they defunded yeah, NASA? Yeah. It's kind of odd that like you, they did that and like SpaceX had, had been in the works. I think they it started in two thousand two, wasn't it? Or, or I think that's when it was founded. I I think I think two thousand two. Um. So they've been like working on shit since two thousand two. Meanwhile. During Obama's presidency, they like defund NASA, yeah. and now NASA's like, "Oh, guys, oh, we we shouldn't have defunded. Like, everyone's got to play, play catch up now." Yeah, and I want to say interesting timing, but mm-hmm. that, it seems like I don't know. It's like the reinvigoration of the like space race almost, but it's it's so now yeah. run by the commercialized industry that. The countries are going to have a really difficult time following. Yeah, I mean, right now, in this instant, it feels like it's not like competing countries, but it feels like like U.S. government versus commercial. Yeah. Like, that's what it feels like. You know, I mean, at the end of the day, too, there's never been a time where, like, the government has done something better than a private corporation has <laughs> in terms of it being, like, well-managed and mm-hmm. funded and everything. Right. So. You know, SpaceX was designed from the bottom up to be what it's becoming now yeah, to versus the, like NASA. Yeah, to like save the money to reuse the rocket, mm-hmm. make that better. It was like built on a plan that has been, you know, like a vision, I guess you could say, that has been being followed out for like the last 15 plus years Yeah. versus like NASA, who I'm sure like they have management changes all the time and they're like teams are like communicating and they're not like all part of the same team. They're not all in the same locations. And like the, the government just has this inability to properly manage literally anything. (laughs) And like when you got like Musk, who's like leading basically this entire company and deciding everything. And you know, it's like a hierarchy from the bottom up. That's Mm -hmm. not changing. Right. For 15 years, and everyone knows each other, and everyone's like, it's all in-house. It, it's just so much more efficient. Absolutely. Um, and I think, like, SpaceX has been, like, blowing everybody away with how much ahead, even, like, compared to their own commercial competitors, who are, are a little bit behind. Mm. But there, yeah, there's definitely some, some advancements it, in those areas as well, it, like Boeing. And... Yeah, the only thing, like, there hasn't felt like any other push in any other company what spacex is doing and the only time it happens is when nasa wants somebody to build something yeah the, the actually the only other time than this is i know google had some sort of competition it was like in the like 2010s to like teens or whatever where they were going to give money to whoever whoever can land on the moon mm. and then that got extended like two years and then two more years up until this year when the Israeli co- like company crashed their lander on the moon, they didn't land on the moon. Nope. But they still like got the reward from Google. It was like a million dollars. But no other company has gotten close. Yeah. So. I mean, they kind of the I, I 
I mean, it doesn't seem like they gave those companies really enough money. Right. Or the cost like... of getting there was so great that the reward would not have been Was it like $10 million for the reward or something? It was going to be, I think, like $10 million. But they only got a million because they crashed. They they get a consolation prize of yeah, one tenth. Yeah, I mean that was the only like only one that to be able to do it. That actually happened like a uh, like a couple days ago too, right? Uh, when it crashed, I thought it was in April that happened. Was it? Yeah, I yeah. think it was like right at the end of April that that yeah. happened. Um, there was like some brand new uh, information though that happened like this week. Forget which one. We we have all this information written down, but. Um, it was definitely something that was like super recent. Uh, I think it was related to NASA kind of like talking about going to the moon. I think the only recent thing that happened was with SpaceX. Everything else. Was... I think maybe the, there was just a prize money that was the okay. award. They announced the award. Like, cause yeah. the crash. So I think they sent up, uh, the, the rocket, you know, to, to go to the land on the moon. Yeah, send us the land that to That happened moon. earlier in the year, and then in April is when it crashed. I thought. Right. And recently they gave them the money. Yeah. That's what happened. Okay. Um, I mean, it's kind of crazy though that like we're all trying to go back to the moon now, and you know, we did it so many years ago, and then like after it was done, it was like, okay, guys, we won, we won yeah. the race to the moon. You know, everyone kind of just dies down about it. We brought some rocks back. Turns out they're just rocks. Mm. Nothing special about them. Yeah. <laughs> no water. Nothing interesting. No reason to go back. And now it's like we're not going back because we want to prove anything, but we're going back simply as like a stepping stone to eventually going to Mars. Right. And, you know, I honestly think if we can land on the moon and then take back off, I think the only problem that we were, we're still going to run into related to Mars mm is fuel i believe i'm not sure like how it's going to work but essentially the amount of fuel that's going to be needed to take off from earth and then land on mars then they're gonna have to take off from mars and then land back on earth yeah so um i think that's kind of the issue that they're running into next is like the payload the payload that's basically the main issue like Mm -hmm. between the distance and how big the payload is but i know like the the dragon i mean it's it seems like the the payload that's on the top, right? The, yeah. Essentially, the thing that the Falcon Nine or Falcon Heavy is supposed to be um, releasing is like yeah. the the Dragon, which is the small capsule. Yeah. And that's what's gonna like go around the moon, or what's gonna like land on the moon. Um. But does that mean like that small capsule is going to then take off from the moon and then like re-enter the Earth's orbit and then like drop down? Like, is it just that small capsule, or are they gonna need like another launch? platform with the, another falcon 9 on mars like, i think the because the falcon 9 has got to drop back down to, to earth after launching i the think Dragon. the idea is to launch off of the moon and just the trajectory mm-hmm. take it to earth i don't think that they're right but that doesn't work the same way with mars it's backwards cause it's too far because the amount of like gravity and like distance and atmosphere since there's none of that on mars on the moon then you can just take off and then you're good and you're like you know basically zero g takes you hit the atmosphere and come in i think that's what right happens. and then they're all kind of like designed i think the these like small capsules each of the different companies that are making theirs 
they just have like a parachute system. Yeah, yeah. And it's like very simple because they're so small and so light, and they were like designed around the idea of like let's just make them light enough so we can kind of parachute them back in. Um, but I don't think it's gonna work the same way with Mars. Because, like, if you're on the moon, it's kind of easy just to, you know, get to the escape velocity to get out of the moon's atmosphere, especially since it's such a low force of gravity compared yeah. to Earth. And then you're just kind of flying towards Earth, and then you just enter Earth's gravitational pull, yeah, and then you're good. You're down, yeah. But if you're on Mars, then you're going to have to have, like, significantly larger amounts of thrust in order to get from Mars back to Earth. Yeah. And if there's, like, a, there's no, obviously, no Falcon 9 on Mars... Right, and it can't land back down on Mars, so you know it, I'm I'm not actually really sure. Maybe maybe they've already explained it, or maybe they don't know how they're gonna do it yet. And they're trying to figure it out. I, I think maybe they're trying to figure it out, and I think that going to the moon, um, it could be like the great motivator to be like, because it's like, oh, we want to go to Mars, we want to go to Mars, but then like the timeline seems so far away because it, there's so many things that have that haven't been solved mm-hmm. that. It can be solved by going to the moon first. That like you'll know what's right going there. Like, okay, we can do this. Then it's like the next step. There's um, definitely certain like obstacles that you won't run into though landing a- on the moon absolutely. that we're gonna have to overcome when we go right. to Mars. Right. You'll still have to not send a human probably first. I guess. And then I think we're gonna send a human first to the moon just because it seems so easy. Well, we're going to get a lander there probably. And then take it off, or land the lander there, mm-hmm. and some other people go there and then come back. <laughs> Isn't like the first lander. woman they're trying to send the first woman NASA? Yeah, she's gonna be part of the the crew that's gonna go, and that's sort of the nod to it being called Artemis, like the Artemis mission, because there's gotcha. Apollo and the twin is Artemis. So I mean, it's kind of cool that it's like Apollo and I mean, Artemis. I, mean, I like that. Cool. Um, but I think we 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 spoke about this at, at one point yeah. about how like. There's no problem with the you know obviously the first woman being on Mars, I mean on um moon. on Moon, um but it's like I think it would have been nicer if they were just like oh we're going to the Moon, yeah here's like, the team here's, yeah exactly happens to be that there's a woman on it right. but now they're like almost using it as like a PR move yeah you know like yeah. a woke kind of like thing where it's like we're sending the first woman to Mars like yeah. look how great we are look how yeah. you know um forward thinking and it kind of almost like defeats the point of sending the woman it's right. like no she she's there because she she's earned qualified. it she's yeah, qualified she's part of the crew she's one of the crew not just mm-hmm. like oh there's the crew and then here's that woman we're putting on board along with her um but yeah now they've kind of almost made it so it's like we're, we're only reason why a woman is going to be the first woman on mars is because mm-hmm. We're because she's a woman, yeah. Because we're trying to push this narrative or this like, um, this philosophy of, of diversity, yeah. and you know, uh, instead of it being like, oh, she actually worked for the position that she's in, yeah. I think it would be really, really funny if SpaceX like decides to just go to the moon and actually has a crew of females or like has a female on their mm-hmm. crew and just goes oh no we did it first it was like no big deal like mm-hmm. screw you guys and it's just like oh well then what the hell man <laughs> really honestly funny. just like to one-up them just because and not like announce it just be like oh we're sending this there i hope spacex decides to land on the moon before nasa just because i feel like nasa needs to get its ass kicked a little bit if it wants to like you know kind of have like some sort of motivation to catch up to everybody else 
I mean, you think with millions of dollars that the government can provide to them, um, they don't even need to like work for their money. They don't even yeah. need to convince investors to give them anything. Right. right. They can just ask for more money. Like, this isn't enough money. Not enough money. We need more money. <laughs> Like they'll find it somewhere like, in the budget. Like there's a reason why the the like International Space Station that whole project is cost like so 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 much more than like the going to the moon the first time. Yeah. Cost like it's just because we need more money. We need more money. Just do it. Like let's mm-hmm. go. Um. But beyond just like landing on the moon, because honestly, as cool as landing on the moon is, I want to go to the moon. It's it is like, definitely for cool going to the moon. But, like, there's really nothing on the moon, and it's ultimately just kind of like a display of technology rather than, like, a feat of humankind, because we've already done it. Yeah. And there's nothing there to get. So it's just like, hey, not only can we go to the moon, but we can actually, like, go to the moon, come back, and nothing gets left behind, and it's all reusable. And um, that's, like, the only, like the main thing that they're trying to prove. But... uh. Even beyond that, like there's some other really cool things that that SpaceX is doing specifically, like uh, like Starlink. Yeah. And I mean they're not the only company that's going for that same idea of using like low orbit satellites, um, in order to provide internet. Um, but they are the first one it seems that's like helming this new technology and this yeah. idea. Yeah, I think uh, they're for they just launched sixty satellites recently and they're the first production launch. oh that's probably what was that recently in the news was that they had just launched yeah. the satellites like a Last few week. days yeah. yeah yeah before this yeah so yeah that definitely was um it's like the, it's the initial like production ones so like it has like only like certain bandwidth uh on like the satellites and you know it's like the first iteration that kind of goes up there, and and you know like Elon when he just decides something's happening, that shit changes. Like that's not good enough when you change this. So mm-hmm. I almost guarantee that it's almost a proof of concept. Like to be like send it up and be like, oh, we can like this works. Like they probably have their testing devices to know, and then like all right, just you know change it up and do however they want. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's kind of like their first test run. Yeah. But ideally, they they're getting they they want to get to the point where there's internet everywhere globally. Yeah, and that's gonna be like six thousand. I think was their total number of satellites they're looking to get. Yeah, yeah. I think they're doing uh seven launches, uh, like this first round of launches. Mm-hmm. That and they're probably from what uh I read, they they want to like contract out um like companies to you to be able to use them. That's how they're gonna pay for like future like SpaceX product projects because they can mm-hmm. they can like say okay like I don't know like Verizon you you get these satellites you just pay us and they can kind of control that and like who who's using it. Interestingly enough, I think it might help if we get like this whole network of satellites. It might open up like not only is it supposed to open up the internet to people who don't have it, mm-hmm. but it will open up, like it bring. It could bring an open internet to people that have censored internet. Like, it could, until China decides to give SpaceX like a couple hundred million yeah, dollars sure. to provide only specific content to their True. country, or if they don't make it so that it's illegal to have them as an ISP or something. True. 
Um, then again, though, I feel like Elon is not the kind of person to take money from no. dictatorships. No. I think he, he... If he is, I will lose a lot of respect for, the, yeah. for Elon. Yeah, because everything he's done is trying to help humanity. He opens all his patents. He doesn't really give a crap. Mm-hmm. He wants to, to better humanity. And, like, if you want to create internet everywhere, you want to create this open internet that is not controlled. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, like, the whole point of it is to, in a sense, sort of avoid some monopolies or loosen up monopolies in areas where you you have certain like um infrastructure that oh the government allows a certain like companies to come through so you're forced yeah to now like traditional now you can isps get... have to compete yeah so now you have an like a uh, more you have more options basically yeah just just that alone is better and like they're not the only one who is doing this either i believe um boeing's got their own that they have their they... own plan to send up uh Satellite? satellites um, and I, I, I would have to double check, but I heard that Samsung might actually be also creating like their own, um, satellites as well okay. for, uh, for the same sort of system. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if they're like low, uh, earth orbit satellites though. Cause I, I know okay. that we, we, we've tried the, um, what's the word for the big satellites that don't really, they kind well, of move with global, the earth. They're stationary. Yeah. Global the global stationary ones. I, yeah. Um, those and, are like your TV satellites where yeah. they point the satellite at like one spot and it stays when the earth moves it moves with the with the you know rotation yeah. of the earth and with these low orbit they're they're moving so the rotation of the earth is not the same as the um like orbit of the satellite yeah so you have to have a s- certain receivers that um are supposed to be they're smart so that they can find the satellite in the sky and receive this the information and the communications instead of just like setting it and forgetting it basically on like the roof of your house. Yeah, it's almost like a system where like the satellite's going to be constantly shifting in the direction of the closest um, Starlink satellite, I guess. Yeah. Well, you, you always need uh, like you always need at least one satellite in um, I guess view. Mm-hmm. to to connect um so that's why like with these low the low you know first 60 that were launched like that's why you need these thousands of them so that at any given moment there's at least one of these satellites overhead mm-hmm. that will give you the connection and then also with the like the stationary satellites they're so far away that the latency is extremely high that's why these are better like these are really internet focused satellites because they're closer and you can get the the right bandwidth yeah i mean i cannot wait for for this to be full mainstream i think they said they were going to try to get all six thousand out by like 2025 or something like that yeah um but once like if they can come actually complete their the vision of actually having internet accessible anywhere as long as you i guess you you'd need one of these boxes first yeah um if they could do that, then like all these ISPs that treat us like crap will have like a serious competitor yeah. who's giving you good internet and it's it's you know, I, I don't see them as the kind of company that's gonna try to like abuse or like manipulate people and be like, Oh, we're the only internet service yeah. in the area. So for you in your specific area it costs twice as much as this right. other area that has competition. Yeah. Well so like the idea that using uh starlink to f- to get money to pay for other like spacex projects um 
the way to do that is to like the smartest business way to do that is to open up the access to the satellites through bidding and mm-hmm. chances are it's the companies that have the monopolies that are going to afford the most satellites or pay the most for the satellites. So I think there might be in the beginning. So you think they're I not think, even going to create their own internet at all. They're just going to like kind of allow Verizon yeah, or Google think, or like, you yeah. know, um, Comcast. Yeah, I think so. Um, to essentially like, now yeah. use them yeah. as another form of yeah like their infrastructure in a sense well i i mean i'm not that's in love with that good. idea but it does make sense as to like right. a short-term solution to getting more money right. i think it would it, it'll happen especially in the beginning because there's so little satellites mm-hmm. but when you get to thousands like like is variety like it's a smart business move like to invest in like Oh, Verizon's gonna be like, I'm gonna pay so much so that like somewhere in a different country can get my internet and they can pay now. I have like a global account, like the global economy's paying for internet for from me. Mm-hmm. So maybe they'll just invest really high to take over the satellites and just pay so much money so that they can sell it like everywhere on the globe. Yeah, I mean, you know, one other really cool thing that I'm gonna find fascinating about like especially something like Starlink, where essentially. There's no need to go into an area, run a ton of cables, set up all the infrastructure now. Essentially, there is, it's like an infrastructureless um, system for internet. And right. now, like places like the Middle East, India, um, you know, like any third world countries in like all of Africa, mm-hmm. um, parts of Asia that aren't as as um, as like good in terms of their economies and uh, all of those areas are going to see the ability to actually have internet now right. Which, and not require like millions and millions and millions of dollars of infrastructure right. to have it. And then you'll, that, ga- that gives access to education mm-hmm. and would lead to more innovation. And, just and it's like a market essentially. Yeah, so totally. like every human being that didn't have access to the internet now does and now they can spend their money – in global markets, like you know, you you can buy something in Amazon. Well, I guess Amazon would still have to like ship it to you. But, yeah. Um. I mean, at that point, so once drones. this is done, they'll probably have the drones. Yeah, yeah. So like, ship anywhere in the world. Um. That'd be kind of awesome, actually. Uh. But like, e- even like internet jobs, there's like remote positions or like you know online courses, and mm-hmm. you know you can like almost go from being like a small farming town in like, uh, I don't know, like um like Sri Lanka or something yeah. and uh, like some kid gets a laptop, hooks up to Starlink, goes on like app Academy, yeah. learns how to code and yeah. starts getting like a job remotely. You or, know, who knows? Or even just learning like about more technologies within mm-hmm. the, like in like the farm, like if it's a farming community or whatever it is, just to just improve that, that community to make it more efficient, so now they're like produce, let's say, producing more to bring more money into the community. That alone mm-hmm. will just prop it up, you know. In addition to the education, at some point, like everybody in the world is going to be part of that market. And like now, like even let's say, like a video game, for example, you know, the majority of people playing video games are like in Europe, mm-hmm. America, and then like China, Korea, and Japan. Japan yeah. Um, and then it could like. You know, as more and more people have access to these this infrastructure of like internet and um, computers, and like there's more jobs as a result of all that. Yeah. Um. Everybody in the world's gonna make more and more money, 
and then everyone can make things for cheaper because yeah. the market's bigger. And if you're selling something to more people, you don't have to make it as expensive to make the same amount of money. So I think it's going to be cool to see like as all the third world countries become first world countries over the next like 50 years, everything will hopefully like reduce in price oh, yeah. because the market is so much bigger. Oh yeah. I think it'll help. It'll, it's like weird. It's like creating a, like the global com economy without um, needing the economies of specific countries. So like mm -hmm. it, you're bringing the economy to like the individual instead of like saying, Oh, the, the Chinese like economy, they're in control. But now you have all these people interacting with all these other people in a yeah. different part of the world that you don't need like, like the governments to interfere mm -hmm. when you can just like act like that. Yeah, we've already seen like how massive amounts of new technology are impacting countries like Myanmar or like um you know any of like these third world countries where like they're now getting Facebook and like WhatsApp and everybody yeah. has like Facebook and WhatsApp and it's yeah. actually like partly negative because all the fake news problems right. with with Facebook have like actually created like a genocide partly mm. in Myanmar oh, wow. um against the the um Oh my god, I'm blanking on the name of the group. It starts with an R. Um But either way, like that entire country is getting this brand new technology in the form of like smartphones and Facebook, and now they can all buy stuff yeah. on Facebook. And they could never do that before. So now like people, you know, you can make more money in that sense. And now companies like from other parts of the world can advertise to those countries and Yeah. It's like globalization, like a globalized economy through the internet yeah. and through like these major companies like Facebook and Twitter and now like SpaceX is part of it. But yeah. like anybody who's like you can access them from anywhere in the yeah. world, it's it's gonna be crazy. And um, uh, I was thinking about like how um long I guess like it would last because you have to think about like what's powering like satellites i guess you can use them off of like solar but i don't really see anything like as far as technology for these but i heard um from like what i was looking into um the, the starlink satellites uh they have like all this like uh standard like they have a like they know when like spacex knows when there's like debris like space debris or whatever mm -hmm. and it, and because you can track it with like zero g then they know when they have to move like they can just move out of the way like a month ahead of like some space debris and then move back or if there's a repair mm -hmm. I, I don't even know that it's repair i think that if something like goes wrong in the satellite if they send the, the satellite to come back it just burns up in the atmosphere so there's like no debris <laughs> that comes into the earth yeah i guess it's like if they if they are no longer functioning it's yeah. just like okay delete yeah basically turn to dust yeah and like <laughs> Isn't there like quite a bit of space debris though, like around Earth, lots of abandoned so. satellites and things yeah. like that? Yeah. Well, like I, th I think I don't know if it's NASA or who keeps track of it, but it's very easy to keep track of because of mm -hmm. the, there's no like air resistance and you just know what what you know when everything's how long be it's going to where take. it's all going to yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. What point in time it's going to collide? I guess it's like shift out of the way. If you can, if you figure out where every piece of space debris is. And then you create like a program that creates a database of them all. And then there's only like very specific physics equations that dictate how they yeah. move. Yeah. You can track how every single one is moving at any given time. So you know where every single one is 
even if you don't actually look or like have to right. track them you just know that based off the math equations this is where all these are yeah so i'm sure there's like some like nasa probably has like a some program that's tracking the locations of every piece of space debris yeah and like anytime there's an issue you just you gotta do what you gotta do move it or um i'm not sure if they like if they, they just like can reroute these satellites or if they have to like I don't know if it's just like go in and stop the space degree debris. I think it's uh like I don't know if it's thrusters or what it is, but it's supposed to be like slight deviations in like like uh distance from orbit. I think that's mm-hmm. what it is. But I, I guess you just have auto, to like make sure it has an auto like pilot in it to move the fuck out of the way. Yeah. But I I always wonder about like with satellites like there like yeah there's a whole ton of space like a around us like at some point is there just gonna be such like clutter of satellites like can there be i think like it's all about them being in the same place at the same time kind of thing so it's like if you had it's almost like if you have like um i guess like two rings that are like uh like two like if you took like two hula hoops almost And made them so that they like create almost like a sphere where one is vertical and one is horizontal. Right. And there's like a little ball that travels around it. And both are traveling at different velocities around it. At some point, they're going to like be in the same place at the yeah. same time. And yeah. that's when the crash happens. Yeah. But I think that like you could probably do math to make right. it so mm-hmm. that they would yeah. technically never be at those two intersecting corners at any right. given time. Like add way more, add thousands of satellites now. Right. I mean, there, there's probably we're probably going to run into and that I point where we're going to have an issue with it. But I feel like the the solution is going to be you have, not too crazy to, mm, to no. Come up I mean, with. it's just varying, and you can have varying distances. That's fine. But like, I, I you have to wonder if like your satellite's going to get blocked out by the competitor satellite, mm-hmm. like just by passing in front of you. It's like, oh, well, there's an outage and like. Like this part of this this country because uh like temporarily all the satellite passes. But yeah, I don't I know if like it even be noticeable if it, they're moving fast enough to go right by each other. In um, order for SpaceX to like make Starlink work, it really does have to be just as good as our current ISPs. And yeah. if it's not, who the hell wants it? You well, know, any, it's just like anybody that doesn't that have it. Any anybody that doesn't have internet wants it. Okay, if you can't get internet in a place, you're gonna want that internet. If it's right, crappy. but I mean, in America, there's not really, True. there's not really right. many That's places. Not, like at least, uh, definitely initially, it's not what it's for. It's for the places that don't have internet, don't have access to internet. Like you know, because at this point in time, like any person that has been connected to the internet knows that like that you need the internet now. Like once you you're connected in, it's almost something you can't get rid of. So you're providing it to everybody. But what about if, like, like right now they, they launch 60. Yeah. And there's 60 flying around the Earth. They're not all over one location right. at any given time. Right. So right now it seems like you'll get it when they're overhead, but there's only 60 of them. The chances yeah. of them one being always overhead is incredibly low. That's true. So right now it's almost like probably just more of like a test run. And yeah, not up really... until they get a certain amount. I don't know what that is if that's this – 420 that they're gonna put out in these next mm-hmm. like six more 
I guess they kind of have to like pick a specific area of the world. They can pick a and make it so that each like there's always a satellite coming overhead as it passes by. So they might like choose specific areas. Well, it's like Daisy Chain. Like I don't know if you as like one leaves, another one enters. Right. The the initial like release, it was Daisy Chain sort of in a line. So Mm -hmm. maybe it goes and then they spread out. They spread out in a circle. Like that. I don't know if that's like hard to do because it's easier to. Go in a line and then they all move together, um, not like following each other, but alongside each other. That's probably easier to do than to have them follow each other all the way around. But you would want them to just follow each other on some point, like let's say the equator or something. Mm-hmm. That's like it's always just right there, so then you, you want to line them up. That's like the most efficient and ideal way to give the right amount, you know internet like uh, over time yeah i mean i I've, i definitely want to see how they're going to ultimately like slowly roll this out because it seems like so new and it's very foreign and like who knows if it's really going to work i can't right. imagine they're spending all this money and time on something that's ultimately gonna fail right especially when all these other companies are joining in too um but i think there's a lot of skepticism and until we see it like in action like somebody demonstrating how strong the internet is and if it's consistent and it's like even though there's you know different satellite coming overhead every time if we don't see the transition yeah yeah. um then i think people are gonna be a lot more um i guess like uh, believe they're gonna be more likely to believe that this is like the the future of internet and once it actually does get fully set up well, it's going to be way nicer than what we have now, which is like storms hit and then the internet's like, you know, like the cable can be like kind of flashy or like oh, yeah. the internet can go out or, um, you know, if you're, if you're, if your cable provider is just a piece of shit <laughs> and, uh, you know, your, your cable wires that come into the house are damaged and they send like six texts that are like, Oh, just unplug the router and plug it back in. And before finally sending the, the people that actually can fix it, we're going to see a lot less of those infrastructure related mm. issues because it's yeah. just satellites. Yeah. And like, you, there is like, no infrastructure. And then, like, when your provider sucks and then you have to pick the one that barely sucks, you know, that, that only sucks a little bit less mm-hmm. and then it costs like $5 less a month. Like, now you'll have way more opportunity and, yeah. and more access. Hopefully, better. Um, But I think it's about wraps it up. Yeah. Uh, as always, thank you for listening. Liking commenting and subscribing check us out on instagram at unstoppable force podcast and twitter at uforcepod see you next week and And until until then stay unstoppable. unstoppable